0: Though I've had the chance to meet some or many of you, this is my first Mass at 8 o'clock here at St. Mary's. So just like a moment or two just to introduce myself. My name is Father Will Stratton, so the new pastor here at St. Mary's. Um, Grew up fairly close to here um, in the Diocese of Boston, a little town by the name of West. So it's a little north of Waco. And actually we live about 10 miles outside of West, but went to school there, grew up there. Mom and Dad still live there. I've got two younger sisters. So Betsy's a, about a year and a half younger, and she's got a little girl, Marley, who's eight, and a nephew who is four, who I talk about from time to time. So uh, they're actually in uh, quarantine this week. And hopefully there's still a house left. So. <laughs> uh, then I have my youngest sister is Emma, and she's in Houston. Not married yet, works at the med center there. And uh, graduated from high school in 1996, small town of West, with about 100 kids, so small school. And quickly afterwards, I was probably one of two who actually decided to leave the small town and go off, to venture off to college. So I came here to A&M, and uh, quickly became a volunteer at uh, St. Mary's. I uh, was the yard guy, student worker for about two and a half years. Was at, made Aggie awakening number 49. Led the cook staff. I was also part of Knights of Columbus, and SMERG, and CSA, and um, if I was getting a degree at St. Mary's, I would have gotten an A+. Plus. Uh, but because of that, after three years, I was failing school. <laughs> so uh, it wasn't just because of that. Maybe I chose to be here more than I did. <laughs> you could tell where my heart was. Uh, my dad was not pleased. But, <laughs> but I took a year off. And probably was the best and the worst year of my life. So grew up a lot, and came back to school and graduated in 2002. And during that time, even started in high school, um, the little church that I grew up in at Saint Martin of Tours Catholic Church. um, Already then a desire um, to be a priest. And uh, but it took a lot of time for development and question and going back and forth. And so finally, by the time of my, it was finishing college. I decided to join the seminary, and so graduated on August the 17th at 10 in the morning, and I was at the seminary at 4 p.m. on the 18th the next day. So, uh, writing thank you notes as everybody else was buying books, and I was thinking, "Gosh, I just finished all my finals, and I got a degree. I'm starting again." (laughs) Uh, But it was a a beautiful time. Seven years in the seminary, was ordained in 2009. Uh, Continued to grow a lot in my relationship with the Lord, and kind of recognized that. This wasn't something that I was doing for him, but something I recognized that he was calling me to, um, and that I was able to join in his saving work. Grand, I was ordained in 2009. I served two years at St. Helens in Georgetown, and I came here as the associate for two years, from 11 to 13. Then I did three years at Texas State, Lady of Wisdom, called the Bobcat Catholics. Then I went back to St. Helens for four years, and I came here a couple of weeks ago. This weekend, we celebrate Christ, the King of the universe. I'd just like to speak a little bit, um, in a sense, to recognize that Christ is both our shepherd, teacher, shepherds us, he teaches us, and he also is the judge. And sometimes we might even be able to say similar. It could be to many of our professors, many of your professors, who in some sense throughout the semester are teaching or shepherding, trying to pass on something that they are very passionate about, something that they understand, something that they know very well. And then they get to be the judge. They get to grade all the finals at the end, right? And in some sense, there is a kind of a grading of how well they did as a teacher. Maybe there's also a grading to see how well um, you responded to what they taught. Your activity, your openness. Jesus as our king is teaching us to be Christ-like. He is teaching us to be himself. He is shepherding us to be without sin in our life. He is teaching us to be sacrificial. Jesus is teaching us to be able to see and to find Christ in others. Because this is the key of the gospel, right? Right? What was the only difference between the two groups that he set apart? One saw and found Christ in their brother and sister, and the others did not. So maybe as you reflect this week, kind of recognizing as Christ your king, are you allowing him in your life to shepherd you? Are you allowing him to teach you to find him in others? Are Are you allowing him to bring up Maybe particular things that are not of him. So also as a king, as a shepherd, he wants to protect us, right? What is Jesus, our king, protecting us from? Definitely wants to protect us from the world. Definitely wants us to protect us from sin. Many times he even wants to protect us from ourselves. He wants to protect us from pride. He wants to protect us from our own ego. He wants us to protect us from, in some sense, doing everything for me and just taking care of myself inward focus the shepherd wants to bring us out of this so sometimes you can imagine that there is there sometimes can be, there has to be a death that's why we speak about a death to self it's dying to what is not of God right? it's dying to what is of this world it's dying to my pride it's dying to something that in some sense usually is very, we seem to be very close or very important to us but it doesn't belong in the kingdom of heaven It doesn't belong to the kingdom that Jesus came to form. And Jesus wants to pull it out of us. And so sometimes, maybe sometimes too, you come to a place um, in your studies where you come to a roadblock. I just don't get this. I don't get this math problem, this physics problem. I just don't understand these particular things. The professor's going way too fast. Or he just doesn't understand me. Or he's not on my level. Or he wants me to fail. Sometimes, there may be there's particular voices that seem to come up. And, and then what do we do? Many times we sometimes give up. Well, it's too hard to be Christ-like. It's too hard to love my neighbor. Maybe it's too hard to love people I don't like. Maybe this means for me to learn I have to go to my professor and ask, humbly recognize that I'm stuck. Even sometimes for us, too, to recognize I've strayed away. Humble ourselves to go back to Jesus in the sacrament of reconciliation. Humbling ourselves to go back to Jesus and say, Lord, I love these people, but I really don't love those people. Help me, Lord, to see you in them. Help me to be open to be shepherd. Help me to come back to you when you found me, when I am lost, when I am stuck. Help me to come out of myself and to become more like you. Christ will judge us. How have we lived like Jesus? And love like Jesus in our life? How are we desired to be alive with Christ? And so, this, the being shepherd, takes time. It it will take a lifetime. But are you open to being shepherded? Are you open to being taught? Are you open to following? Are you open to see and to find Christ in others? And not just in yourself? So, here in a few days, Everything is, of course, where finals are coming up. Um, It will be kind of the ending of this particular semester. You're going to be going home, going back to uh, your families, going back to towns you grew up in. Maybe some of you will be staying here. Maybe it will be a very different area, very different time. And encouraging you during that time to still allow the Lord to be the shepherd of your life. Sometimes maybe it's easy to connect to Christ here at St. Mary's and connect to Christ and your friends. Maybe you're going back to some moms and dads or aunt and uncles or cousins who maybe you don't see Christ in. Maybe you struggle. Or Maybe you've never looked for Christ in them. Or maybe you never desired to find Christ in them. Maybe you'll be going back to old habits that you've already, the Lord has shepherded you out of. But maybe you'll be going back to that particular environment particular people whom you will see and encounter. Maybe going back to a place where you normally didn't go to church. Maybe you're going back to a place where there wasn't a lot of love or care. How are you going to allow the Lord to be your king in that time? How are you going to bring Christ's love back into that place? How are you going to allow the Lord to shepherd your heart? To find a Christ in others. Especially people whom are here close to you. People who maybe don't agree with Christ. Maybe in particular places that you've not encountered him before. May you allow Christ to be the king of your heart. And recognize that he wants nothing more but for us to become like him. Which is in a desire to sacrifice our life for others. How open are you to that? And what a beautiful shepherd that we have that leads us and guides us. And hopefully we come to a point of that first line of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, and there is nothing else I shall want. Maybe that's going to be what an A-plus would be. That's maybe what it truly means to become a disciple or apostle. That we are able to come to a place in our life where we recognize that the Lord is my shepherd, and there is nothing I shall want. maybe maybe an act, a beautiful exercise every day it's just to recognize, Lord, what are the other things in my life that I want that are not you? And as a shepherd, help me to move away from them. Help me to turn away from those particular sins with your help and guidance. Help me, Lord, to turn away from my own pride. Help me, Lord, to be truly humble um, as your sheep, to be shepherd. to be taught, um, to grow in your love. May Christ be your king. May you allow him to turn you into himself. Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.